Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 25, 2019, the Cheating on Tests edition. First up, in the Wall Street Journal, it turns out that uh, Daimler is still uh, manipulating... It's alleged to be, or suspected of, manipulating diesel emissions tests. And that company took a one-time charge against earnings in the second quarter, totaling hundreds of millions of euros relating to its ongoing investigations. Moreover, its shares fell 5% on the third profit warning in a year. And all the company has denied manipulating diesel engines, uh, the marketplace seems to have a little bit different uh, feel and aspect about this. Next up, uh, three Chinese banks involved in a probe on North Korean sanctions and money laundering faces face a financial death penalty for refusing to comply with subpoenas in the North Korea sanctions violation matter. The order triggers the, for the first time a provision that could lead could cut off one of China's largest banks from the U.S. financial system. The case involves a 2017 civil forfeiture action in which the DOJ alleged that three state-owned Chinese banks worked as a Hong Kong front for money laundering of more than $100 million of North Korea's sanctioned state foreign trade bank. Next up, Airbus shuts down a particularly problematic subsidiary. It's shutting down a subsidiary that's long been at the center of a long-running bribery investigation. The GPT Special Project Group has been under investigation for seven years over allegations it paid multi-million pounds bribes to secure a military contract with the Saudi Arabian government. Interestingly, an anti-corruption campaign said the planned closure could prevent the serious fraud office from bringing a prosecution against a subsidiary, and it actually accused the SFO of deliberately interfering with the investigation by sitting on the case. Certainly with the um, multiple black eyes the SFO has received over the past several months, this is uh, yet another one. And if they sat on this so long that the subsidiary can't actually dissolve itself to go away uh, without any sanctions, it would certainly be yet another black eye for the SFO. So... We end with a story from the FCPA blog that the CFTC, the Commodities Future Trading Commission, awarded a whistleblower $2.5 million for assisting at, quote, every step, end quote, of an investigation that led to a successful enforcement action. It reduced the award because the whistleblower delayed in submitting information about the wrongdoing, yet thereafter it showed, uh, uh, the whistleblower showed great uh, assistance to it. And CFTC James McDonald said, we hope this case illustrates the importance of reporting violations to the CTFT literally as soon as possible. Once again, a uh, U.S. government agency finds whistleblowers the best, if not uh, one of the best, if not the best source of information, and we hope that the whistleblower program will continue under the current administration, most particularly in the Securities and Exchange Commission, which uh, may be trying to cut back whistleblower awards going forward. I hope you are listening to Trekking Through Compliance, my 79-episode exploration of the intersection of Star Trek, the original series, and compliance. It's uh, on the Compliance Podcast Network, so you can check it out. 
On Monday, this side of paradise. On Tuesday, we'll have devil in the dark. Synopsis of each episode. I hope you'll join me daily for Trekking Through Compliance. It will be available on Standard Channel's Megaphone, JD Supra, FCPA Compliance Report, the Compliance Podcast Network, Spotify, and a host of others. Finally, I'm pleased to note that I am now part of the C-Suite Radio Network, so check out one of the podcasts on C-Suite Radio.